Hey guys, welcome to the Higher Points, and today we've got another special episode. Um, Nick Sowers is actually out of the studio. He is um, sick, and so it is not just going to be me talking. I actually brought on a, a guest from last week, Caden, and then another previous guest, Wyatt. And we're going to have a debate. We're some, uh, not necessarily a debate, but we're going to talk about um, the uh, one of the Ten Commandments. We're going to talk about um, adultery. Um, Wyatt and I went to Crosspoint this morning and we sat through a sermon and it, um, I feel like it reached out to us and I know this is something me and Caden have talked about at work a lot and, uh, we just want to just put our perspective on it, our perspectives and kind of, uh, talk about what it's like as a young man in the dating world, um, how this looks and how it's affected us both positively and negatively and we're just gonna, um, talk about it and uh see what we can figure out see if we can solve the world's problems today so uh um <laughs> you guys have anything you want to start off with i was gonna let you guys get it going <laughs> okay well you know my first uh thoughts on it is so andy started talking and he started talking about how um like you really need to focus in like at the beginning of the sermon, he's like, I know a lot of you have dealt with this. A lot of you are dealing with this. A lot of you have problems at home. Like there's issues. He's like, this is one of the most serious issues I'm going to talk to you guys about. And he's like, you need to, as soon as I start talking about this, your brain's going to start running with those problems that is in your head. He's like, you need to get that trash out of your head and pay attention. It's like, you need to focus in on the word and what this is saying and meaning. Because, I mean, which is 100% true, because we, um, and I had, at that point, I already knew what we were going to talk about, and my mind is already running. I was like, <laughs> I was already talking about my divorce, yeah. and some other stuff that has happened in my life. I'm like, damn, he's he's right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, I caught myself doing it right away. I mean, when he sat there and clapped at everybody, like, hey, as soon as that, let's call it what it is, it's an awkward subject. It's a tough subject to talk about. Your mind's going to want to start running to other things that, so that way you're not listening to the truth that somebody's trying to spit out to you. Yeah. And it wasn't that I was like trying to avoid it and listen to other stuff. It's like I was going in and trying to solve my own problems instantly. And, you know, one thing like that a lot of guys struggle with is pornography, you know? And, you know, I've had my, I had my divorce. You know, that was a big thing to me. That is still something I struggle with. It's, and he talked about it. He's like, what is it, 70 times 7 or whatever, the forgiveness. And it's that's something that I'm, I've constantly in that battle of forgiving her for that whole ordeal and forgiving myself for that whole ordeal. What was the 70 times 7? Like how many times you have to forgive someone in order for you to like truly have forgiveness in their heart. Like Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. Just, I mean, it's, he said it might be like 10 times a day for a while, then 10 times a week, then once a day, then once a week, then it just like... He said every once in a while it'll just come back and show its head and you've got to forgive again. Right, you know, it'll right, just come back to your right. head. You've got to show forgiveness in order to get that, that poison out of your heart. Right. You know? I don't know. To me, that just, that, that spoke to me wonders when he opened up like that. I was like, okay, I, I need to, I need to pay attention to this because there's, I have issues that I'm struggling with right now with this deal, you know? Yeah, I'd say, uh, that's probably one of the biggest issues, one of the biggest elephants in the room is like for men, uh, 
that's not talked about enough, and not especially young men growing up too. It's probably not talked about enough that I think, uh, you know, will will have a real effect in um in the sense that uh, it will change how you know watching pornography and young men being so you know growing up with phones in their hands, being able being so open to it, uh, it's so easily accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, and I think that that is going to change. You know how a lot of people. Uh, view women growing up, you know, or view women that's going to, you know, form their minds. Cause especially in high school, especially in middle school, your brain is still physically, you know, forming. And so, uh, I think that it's, uh, there's only, you know, room for negativity to be left, you know, when divulging in that, uh, I'll say right now, really, before we start the episode, I think that, um, to me, a man that can control his sexual desires is a man that can control, the, control the world. Um, and I think, you know, Especially as men, women, you know, maybe not, maybe don't quite understand. Uh, but like, it, it is, it is hard. We have testosterone, you know, boosting through our veins. I think biologically, uh, we're a lot different, and it is, it is a real struggle. But I do think the, uh, it goes back to just being the best version that you can be. I think the best version, you know, of yourself, the best version of a man, uh, isn't fucking watching porn. And, mm-hmm. and the reason I, and, and it's a man with self-control. Yeah, it is. It's a man with self-control. And, and well, for me, the way I, I look at it is I'm too good, uh, to be fucking, you know, getting my dopamine levels off, getting the fucking nut off to pixels on a screen. You know, if I'm going to be real with it, I think, you know, that to me, I'm too good for that. If you break it down in that way, uh, you know, that really helps like, yeah, just, it really puts yeah, it, it, it makes you look sorry as fuck. And and I think it's something that you should be shamed for and that you do look sorry as fuck for. Uh, and, and not, and not only that, it can definitely be, dude, I'm, I, I got lucky. I just, I, I read this post on Reddit one day, dude, like the front page of Reddit, like, uh, it'll just have like very popular posts from all subreddits. And one mm-hmm. of them was, uh, there's a subreddit dedicated to men struggling with this issue. I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, though, I read, I read the post just talking about how like, not only how mentally damaging it can be for uh you know for young men but how uh physically damaging it can be too and uh and and so uh that you know that shit <laughs> what that, what the person was saying in that post had me scared it was like some fucking anti-porn propaganda but it, it really worked and that will stick with me for the rest of my life because uh one at the end of the day and, and I, I do want to get i want to get into this more about like you know like our lustful measures towards women and like bringing women home from the bar and, you know, like that sort of thing, being intimate, like before you really take a woman serious. But, uh, for me, it's just, it's just not worth it to be, to be doing that shit and risking like your physical and intimate relationship with a woman. And so, uh, it, it just turns women into a sexual object and that is it. When, when all you do is consume pornography. Yeah. 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 That in it sets, on both part, even for men and women, it sets unrealistic expectations. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's and, so and, true. And, that, and, like, and that's not even trying to be like funny in a sense. You know, it, it really does set unreal, unrealistic expectations. for they're, they're paid actors. Right. Essentially. And, I mean, there's more statistics out there. We'd have to look up look them up. But a lot of uh, – there's a lot of sex trafficking. And like, that is involved with that. That is which I want to get into that too. Pornography, and it's like basically if you're if you're watching and consuming porn, you're supporting the sex trafficking right. industry right. in the yep. United States. Yep. Yep. Which which is another thing. Like to think about every time you go to to do that, it's like like 
I'm up in arms about this Epstein stuff, but here I am. Supporting right, you just supported somebody. The same that thing. I was right. hanging out on that island doing the same shit. Right. Yeah, right. it's a it it's a slippery slope. Pornography is, and it's it's not one that needs to uh, be in our society. That's and for it sure. will consume you. Yeah, I've I've seen it consume people, bro. Like like I was reading earlier. There's right now in our age, sixty three percent of men under 30 are single isn't that crazy 63 percent yeah that is that isn't pretty bad that's crazy that's pretty that. bad right yeah, yeah and a and a big portion of it is because of pornography is what i was what i was reading yeah. is because it creates such a disconnect yeah between men and women like like you said a, a lot of people like when it boils down to it, it's just pixels on a screen, right? But it will. It apparently it consumes a lot of people's life. Yeah, no, Cause definitely. Because it, it creates that disconnect, and they it, only get more disassociated with addiction. women. It's definitely an addiction that that consumes people. That ruins relationships and marriages. Uh, I mean, it it ruined my marriage. It did. Right. And that's that's one. Like it's something that I still struggle with, and it's something that I try to push out. Um, and that's why I'm so open about talking about it because I know that like us talking about this now is going to help at least one person. Right. Yeah. If it helps one person. Us having this conversation is worth it to me. You know. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. And and every single guy I'm telling you, there, I don't have a friend uh, that I haven't had these conversations with that I know. You know that uh, doesn't struggle with these issues. Um, for me, it's it's just it's a struggle that every man deals with. Uh, to a certain degree, obviously, that the best version of ourself um, isn't gonna isn't gonna be doing watching pornography. Uh, mm-hmm. And well, and another thing for me is, dude, like I feel, and I don't even know if this is true, but I just feel like you're losing your fucking gains mentally and physically when you're doing that stupid shit. Uh, and so, because you do it, and you feel like. Like man, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, and it's like a drug. <laughs> it's know? a drug in a sense, you know, because your brain is still your your brain is still releasing chemicals. There's still uh-huh. chemical reactions going on when you watch it. Uh, and uh, yeah, right. that that common misconception of the whole post nut clarity is really just be like, man, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's that's what post nut right. clarity is in a nutshell. It's like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there reconsidering everything you've done over the past five years. Like, <laughs> Like, what am I doing? Like, it's pixels on a screen. Yeah, well, and not even just pixels on a screen, but, like, it also comes down to just, like, having sex with people that uh, that you're not going to, like, take serious in, in the sense of a relationship or take serious mm-hmm. in the sense of a marriage. I think it's, this, it's the same stupid bullshit. And really, to me, they're both just as damaging, but in their own ways. Uh... I mean, you guys are talking to a bachelor right now, and so it's it's definitely something that I feel I mean, like. Uh, all, I feel, are we all? I feel, are three, all three of us are. We just. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just think we have different perspectives. No, on we it. do. We do, and uh, for me, it's just it's not worth it. Um, it's not worth it, dude. It's not worth it. the risks that come like that come with getting with people that you're not going to take serious in a relationship. You know, like the sense of getting somebody pregnant. The right. sense of like uh, a sexually transmitted disease, um, and then also like it's not worth it because, dude, that's a like sex really is sh- is sacred and should be holy. You mm-hmm. know, I definitely believe that, and, and so that's like in the last podcast I talked, uh, I talked a lot about um, 
walking the path that God wants me to walk and, you know, not walking my humanly path. And so like my humanly path is like, do I want to bring home like, uh, you know, pretty, pretty women from the bar on Friday night? You know, yes, I do. Uh, and I, I feel like if like, there's a guy out there, if there's a single guy out there telling me he doesn't, I think he's lying. I think he's lying to himself and I think he's lying to us. Um, and, and did I, and you know, after I'm, I'm probably, I've been broken up. I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm coming up on a year. Uh, and so like, you know, there was a time where I did go kind of wild. Uh, I will say I was always, I was always a hundred percent safe because, uh, the health we, when I was at HCC, we had the, uh, like the Hutchinson, like health people They came, they came to a class and talked to us and, and the S or the, it's like the health department dude, for this area, yeah. dude, the statistics, bro, for like STDs in Reno County were like through the roof, ridiculously scary <laughs> on the national high on the national and charts. So, and so, and so, uh, I, I shit you not. I got, I wouldn't got an STD test like that week. Um, that was my first year of school because I'm looking at the statistics. I'm like, I'm a statistic, like looking at this shit right now. <laughs> so, uh, and, and dude, and thankfully I didn't when, when you fucking get the call. She, I don't know. She got the call. I celebrated on the phone call, uh, with the lady. Oh, I was like, fuck yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, um, but, but the point is to me it's just it's not worth it having those bullshit ass worries dude it's like not mm-hmm. worth that risk no. exactly and we like we we already have so much going on especially like uh us three you know in terms of of like an outlook on life and a job and and being able to excel in so many other areas other than a relationship which i think is very important um and dude all all of that all of that can be fucked up by one girl coming home to your house and you getting her pregnant mm-hmm. and uh what, dude? You're gonna. That's the start of a broken family. That's the start of a broken family. 18 years of child support. That's the start that's, of. Uh, that's one thing we talked to, the, the Andy talked about in church is like, we have a broken, uh, broken culture. Why is that culture broken? Because we have broken. It starts family. in the home. But I do, I do believe, and this might be, a, this might, you guys might disagree. I do believe, uh, I think, I think my generation, I think it's gonna get better. I really do. Uh, like, and, and coming from a guy who's been playing the field, Dude, there are a lot of great women out there. Mm-hmm. There really are. Dude, yeah. there's there are a lot of women out there that uh that are not hoeing around behind their boyfriend's back. They're not hoeing around behind their husband. That are great women. The issue is is like you get on social media and stuff and that's all you see is the negativity on it. Yep. And and then yep. th- we just amplify that in our head and amplify it and it becomes what is it, a cognitive dissonance or whatever that mm-hmm. we think that over and over and over again we see that so it must be the truth, you know. Right. And it's not at all. Right. And and part of that so like it you like dude we're talking you guys are like talking to me about something I've been I tr- I worked heavily on in between my last two my last relation relationship and something that I've started working heavily on you know in the last couple months uh and it uh for me well going back going back to the broken family thing like it's that's an eighteen year that's an eighteen year fuck up and I'm not saying it's a fuck up for me I'm way too good of a dude I'd raise any. Whether me and someone's mother worked out or not, I'd always do my best, you know. Right, and that's, and that's, and that honestly, you know, I'm just like, fuck. And it's no no knock, and it's no (laughs) knock to anybody having kids out of wedlock. Like, I've seen, I, you know, I, there's kids I went to school with that had kids right out of high school before they got married and they stepped up to the plate. Yeah. And they're, and they're great dads now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not like it's all doomsday if you have a kid out of wedlock. I mean, it's, it's frowned upon and, you know, but the majority by people majority but, of the stats, but I a mean, majority show. of the stats show it's bad. But I mean, that's not saying that everybody 
every case in that instance yeah. is bad. Well, I yeah, just, there'd be a lot of criminal, a lot less criminal statistics. Or I'm sure there's like a big uh, correlation between like you know fatherless homes and like kids that grow. Up yeah, homes. absolutely. Um, yeah. I think that's there's probably something there. It is. It's uh, very high. And but you know what else? I think there's also a statistic between a uh, correlation between kids that were raised without fathers and kids that grow up to be great fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because they they understand what it's like. Um, I think uh, we had this conversation with your dad or your yeah. mom last night, and and they don't want to repeat that process. Right. They don't want to put that trauma and, onto their kids that they went through. And that this kind of this is what I was trying to get to earlier. Is this this is like kind of away from like lust, but just in everything. Like, shit gets really bad and then really good and really bad. And so I think my I think my generation, uh, you know, and your guys' generation, we a lot of us grew up in broken homes with the, with the broken families and that sort of thing. And um, we don't want that, dude. Like, I've, I know a lot of my close friends that are in, that are in you know, good relationships uh, that are going to last. You know, I know a lot of people my age that are in good relationships that are going to last that did grow up in broken homes. And um, so I do think... Uh, I really do see kind of a shift in in that perspective, um, you know. And then there's also the kids that grew up just like you, Nate. You watch your parents be in love and have you have a perfect example, you know, of what a marriage should be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just talking to your mom and dad like last night, it was, you know, I definitely got that vibe. Same with my grandma and grandpa. Um, I watched them have a very successful marriage, you know, for for my whole life. And so uh, my parents were high school sweethearts, and they've been together thirty years now. You know that's that's pretty rare, honestly, and yeah, in in that in that age group, that's pretty rare, right? And I feel like it's trickled down to our generation because we've seen that as the norm for so long. But yeah. I, I I do agree. I do think that there's going to be a shift because I do I do feel like there's this younger generation is really trying to push and work on themselves. Yes, and and when I say younger generation, I'm talking like thirty and below right now. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that sixty three percent. I think yep. that there is, um. A lot of people in that group that are trying to work on themselves yep. and that see that they need to chase personal excellence and that kind of stuff. Yes. So. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, and and like you said, this is something I sh- – or you you talked about social media and how it's so easy to uh, to look at social media and, and just be like, fuck, like get very unmotivated, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, man, social media, all these girls are hoes. Dude, I'm competing with all these dudes that have got six-packs. Like it's real easy to get that mindset. Uh Dude, but for me, it's – and I don't have this issue on, on any social media anymore. There is nothing on my social media that makes me insecure. One, because I love myself, but for but two, like, I really did change all that toxic bullshit. Like, if you look on my Instagram Explore page right now, it's like skateboarding, working out, art, or anime, or movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, right. I know there for a little while. I had to was, do – I had to go through and clean up mine because, I mean, every time you every time you'd open up. Every time you open up Snapchat, Instagram, even if you're not even watching like porn directly, they're trying to sell you some some chick that's doing OnlyFans that's just gym right. baddies. Yeah, exactly. Gym exactly. baddies taking Dude, bikini pics. I, I see my like, friends' pages looking bro. like that, you dogs. But, uh, <laughs> and so if you're listening, like the people that are listening. and this, it's, Social media can be a tool. It's so, yes, it, yes, it can. It can be. That's like what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to just be like – Cause I didn't, I went that route. I just got completely off social media and I'm, I'm thinking like, well, this sucks, dude. And there's a lot of cool shit that social media has to offer. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like, you know, uh, like one of my favorite, like people I watch on Instagram right now, his name's Will Survives. He's just building a house out, uh, in the sticks. Yeah, yeah. bro. He's just building a house, like all of it, just wood like that. He's like cutting down, like very cool. Uh, and so for me, like if, if you are like, 
if you know, if you do feel like you're maybe in a negative funk in your life, there's that like dark cloud following you around. Like look at your Instagram Explorer page. Like when you look at it, is it stuff that you genuinely think is really cool? Or is it a bunch of like toxic negative bullshit? Brain rot. That, yeah, brain rot. You know what I mean? That's just like no need for it. Yeah. Uh, and right, Like the popular saying, you are what you eat. And yeah. you, you really project outwards what you consume yep. on social media. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and then not even that, but that just goes deeper into uh, your friends. You know what I mean? Your friends are, are some of the most important people you're going to choose in your mm-hmm. life. For me, I'm lucky as fuck because i've had the best friends growing up through my whole life but uh you know right now i'm sitting with i'm sitting with two of the most the greatest like most respectful guys right now uh you know wyatt and uh nate they pushed me to do uh great things you know not only in life but you know in doing these podcasts and uh confronting these these awkward conversations and these awkward things that are going to help us grow but also like and running some shitty two, miles <laughs> these two, yeah, these two motherfuckers <laughs> made me run two miles on i went i thought we were just gonna do i drank like a whole can of pre-workout I thought we were just going to work out, do some douchebag arm lifts. Next thing I know, we're running two miles outside. It's cold. My we lungs did a, on fire. We did a half Murph for yeah. you people that uh, are trying to want to put that in, into perspective of, on what we did. Just on a whim. Why and, it was already and I was already, and I had already gone through an entire back and bicep workout, and then these two jokers show up, and they're like, hey, we're doing a Murph now. And I'm like. Bro, I've already been here for an hour and a half. It was Nate, Nathan. And Nate's like, nope, we're going. I'm like, Nate made us all right, it. let's do it. But I I said, let's go. And I still feel like my uh, Achilles tendons are about to explode, oh, by yeah. the way. And but. we, I, I was, I was impressed. I really wanted to see what, what Caden was made of. And, and, uh, he was starting to get a little down because he burned through the first mile. I mean, he was, I didn't know we had to run two. He <laughs> was moving. He had no idea what he was getting into. And then we went inside to do the, Calis or the uh, calisthenics right? body weight or stuff, body weight exercises, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm like, "All right, well, we're about to head out for the next mile," and he was just gonna phone it in. I wasn't gonna do it, like I. He this, wasn't even this gonna go. What I'm go. saying about having friends that are gonna push you and make you better was I wasn't. I was like a hundred percent fine with telling them both to fuck off for the last mile, <laughs> uh, but it's just like Wyatt talks shit and pushed me, pushed me to do, it, and he's like, "You say all this motivational shit, you won't even run another mile." And then Wyatt, like I, I did track Wyatt's push me to run a mile so i did uh and then we got out there and he was gonna try to phone it in until i passed him yep yeah and then here he comes yep screaming past me and he uh yeah he turned it he made it personal for me so (laughs) (laughs) and and our buddy jansen he he said like he told me the other day competition's anabolic and it is like i would i was gonna like be a pussy and just like take it really easy on that last mile uh but since I knew that Nate and Wyatt were pushing me and, like, I was not going to let anybody drive past me and see fucking Wyatt in front of me on a mile. <laughs> so, uh, so so I went, and, and that's what I'm talking about is just having those friends that are going to push you to – that are going to make you better. And for me, I've had to unfollow, you know, some some people like that that I went to high school with or stuff like that that, uh, you know, like, posted a bunch of negative shit, had a negative impact on how I viewed stuff. And so, you know, it's important to cut those ties because right now – I'm friends with I'm I'm so blessed. I feel like I have so many friends and, and so many of them are great people. Uh and those tie and those people that you do think are important, it's important to tell them you think they're important. Mm-hmm. It's important to support them and, and comment on their shit and like their shit. You know, sometimes I feel like uh you know, maybe I'd be doing too much, but like I slide off my friends' stories a lot or like comment on my friends' stuff a lot and uh that's just because I care about them, you know what I mean? And so, um I know it's like and there's and there's times, you know, like this is a really great example. So like I do, like, I feel like I slide up on people's stories or comment on people's posts more than people do on mine. 
you know, and, and sometimes like, you know, maybe when I'm feeling lonely and having a bad day, I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't get the support. And, and, and you, I know a lot of people listening and you guys can relate to this too. Is like, mm-hmm. fuck, I don't get the support that people give me. Uh, and it's, it's easy to get down and feel like that. But when I did the podcast, dude, there were so many people that it were, all comes rushing back. Oh yeah. Big time. So many people that texted me and said stuff and like took the time out of their day to listen to the podcast. And so that to me was like a testimonial, I guess, or maybe proof. I don't know if I just used that word correctly, but, um, it was, uh, that those, those small interactions of, of calling people or texting people or sliding up on people's stories or, uh, it, it really does like, you know, somebody might post a picture of a cool sunset that I haven't talked to since high school. I'll slide up and be like, fuck yeah, that's badass, bro. You know, and, and they appreciate that. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then you see those and, and it's, I don't even do that for any other reason. Even it's, though it's just, just on social media, you know, you, you never know what that person's going through. And yeah. that, that could really make yeah. their day. And that's, you know? and like to kind of rein it back into our topic, like doing something like that is so much more like build so much more positivity and constructed. Like and constructive than sliding up on some girl's yes. thought pig. Or yes, dude. Some just something because you ain't the only dude that's silly. sliding up on that. Right, hot pig. absolutely, bro. Like that picture, that sunset. Like they could have been, like you're saying, having a horrible day, and then you slide up and right. you know, say something positive, and it, it right. changes their entire outlook. Bro. And no, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It happens to me, dude. Like people slide up on. Like I got, like <laughs> I got a buddy named Eric from high school that like we barely, barely talked. He was a great above me, but uh. He just sent me a picture of the sunset the other day. Like, he just sent it to me and was like, yeah, this was at my parents' house. And it's just like uh, being able to have that connection with somebody of just like, uh, you know, talking. It's like I like the random connections. I like genuinely talking to other people. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's it's just like nice. Dude, and that's one of the – that's like what life's about is making connections and relationships with other people too, to me. And so uh, that's what I try to do. And um, that, that love really came rushing back when, you know, I, I saw like that really be worth it. Uh, it it is. I mean, it's difficult for like me and Nick sometimes when we do this podcast. You know, we do it episodes and episodes and episodes at a time, and then it's like we don't hear anything back. But then we get that one comment in the gym or something from somebody, and they come up to us and say, "Hey, man, this like made right. my day. This really helped." Right. And it's like I know that guy listens every day. Right. Kind of thing. And right. It, it it does turn into a grind sometimes, but um, we're. I mean, we're coming up on 100 episodes. Yeah, dude, and that to me, bro, that to me says so much about you guys. That's fucking badass, 100 episodes. Like, keep going at it regardless of, like, how you feel, you know, about, like, that support, uh, the views or anything. Because, uh, to me, it says a lot about your character. And you guys put out a bunch of entertaining shit. Uh, It's their people. They are missing out. The world is missing out, in my opinion. (laughs) I I really do believe that. Uh, You guys, I I think a lot of people would be interested in, you know, what you and Nick, have to say there's there's some good stuff in some of our older podcasts it's just yep. you gotta dig through a bunch to get to them right yeah absolutely but it's uh i don't know it's been fun man and we need to come up we're, we're gonna come up with something special for our 100th we haven't figured it out quite yet but we better hurry so <laughs> yeah get, approaching quickly i know it's it's it'll be two years in november that we've been doing this like every week almost wow We've missed a few episodes here and there, but it's been on top of being a cop and running a company and trying to run for sheriff and doing a bunch of other bullshit. And Nate's the boss of a ton of hooligans. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, those hooligans do a pretty good job at uh, at taking care of Lux and all their customers. So we're good. Hell yeah. Um, I guess we'll just rein it back a little bit. And I just I want your guys' opinion on uh, like what the definition of adultery is. I just want you guys to kind of talk through that and. that's a tough. That's a good question. Because it I don't is. Know, maybe a, it's not. I mean, in in the Bible, it says, "You shall not commit adultery." 
Right. You know, so what, what, okay, we'll start with why. What, what does adultery mean if, to you? If we're going to go by technical terms, you know, in the old covenant, it was, you shall not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. Well, in the new covenant, Jesus said, if one even looks at a woman with lust, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Yep. You know, it's, it's, for me, adultery is, I mean, obviously, you know, bringing, bringing it back up to porn, you're, you're, you're still looking at a woman, whether it's on the screen or in real life with lust. If you're, if you're out at the bar, I mean, obviously you're going to be looking at girls and they're wearing skimpy stuff for that exact reason right there. Like, and alcohol amplifies those feelings. feelings. Correct. I mean, and I mean, it's even, it's, it's tough, dude, especially, especially being in our age and how you said with so much testosterone and pent up energy like right like and as having a society high, that is like the glorified thing to it's do. it's the cultural norm really yeah in our, in our society it, right now it is possible though like and, and don't don't get me wrong like i'm i get i i get what you're saying i do want to, and i feel like a lot of people disagree it's possible to not though like in, in you, right oh you absolutely. are somebody that doesn't i can i feel like yeah, you man, are somebody like, that really <laughs> does not so i'll be i mean i'll straight up be honest i have not been like sexually active or any of that stuff in like well over a year like uh, if you talk to nate like i've really shut everybody out these last two years i've been trying to work my ass off to build who i am and who i want to be and like one of the main things i've been trying to focus on is my relationship with the lord and i feel like that's something i've needed to to no, work on yeah, and that's bro. something that i struggle with the Dude, most and that will make you an amazing husband bro somebody's gonna be very that's, lucky very it's something I mean, it's something that, that i struggle i struggle with the most bro because i have a lot of pent up energy, bro. Like I, I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym six days a week, bro. I, I I push myself hard. This man's wearing sweat like jumpsuits, sweating. Dad got bro. his hood up. I'm just... like I'm just a wannabe sea bum, is what it is, bro. But like that. But that's the kind of content I consume instead of watching that stupid crap on the internet or or like yeah straying off into porn or watching dumb stuff. I, I watch guys like Noel, uh, Dazelle, or I think that's how you say your name. He's a big body bodybuilder influencer right see bum ronnie coleman like that's right. that's the kind of stuff i'm consuming because that's that's the kind of life i right. want to lead is personal excellence and mm-hmm. and you know something that i pray for every every day is is for guidance uh spiritually physically and mentally and financially hell yeah hell every yeah. day because like those are, i, I feel like car, i feel Lord. like if you're a man no. oh, i feel like if you're a man those are the four key points in your life that you need to build up in order to be self oh yeah you know, to be self-sufficient and be personally excellent. Yeah. I think, did we talk about it on the podcast last week or just at work? But like a man's happiest when he's building a family, building wealth, and yes. building like strength. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. We, that was and, just at and work. Spiritually. That was just at you know, work. Yeah. Uh, wait, do you want to keep going wide about your – because I agree with your difference. Yeah. I'm and, glad you brought up. And right, dude. Like I, I try my best to try to not be like that when we go out and about and like – he doesn't. That's, he doesn't too. Like I've yeah, seen it I, I try. I've I been try a bad my, influence on him, and I've seen it first. <laughs> I try. I, I try not to be that guy, man, because like I was that guy for a while, um, unsuccessfully. I've tried to be the bad but influence. But I'm on not. Time yeah, you, so. but I'm. I'm just not that guy, man. I, I. That's just who I was raised to be. I grew up in a house full of girls, and like, like, some of my friends like to go to strip clubs and stuff like that. I. I will not. I cannot do it. I What's cannot. One of your friends like to go to strip clubs. That is I awful. cannot. I cannot bring myself <laughs> to do that. You know, because I, it, to me, I, I feel like in my heart, and I know it's wrong. Because I feel like 
yo, that's somebody's daughter. Yeah, you have somebody's, the Holy Spirit, bro. You that's know somebody's sister yep. dancing yeah. up on that stage, bro. Like, I, I can't, I cannot bring myself to do do stuff like that. You know, it's just not who I am. It's not who I was raised to be. And that's what I'm talking about for the people that are listening, like about having friends that uh that make you uh, make you better. Make why you it's better. Out here <laughs> but no, guilty. bro. Like, like obviously, like obviously, everybody has their everybody has their vices, bro. And I, I can't, I can't discredit my friends for you know succumbing to to their weaknesses i mean i have my own weaknesses as well i'm not perfect bro like i i mean like we've been talking about i, I lose to porn like i i i look at women objectively like right you can't and, and you can't beat it well i love it's that, hard to beat it i bro. love in your your definition of adultery well, i love that you brought up you know like from scripture um two i like that uh you do because i a lot of people will feel like that's not that's not adultery i i do feel like it is you know looking mm-hmm. at another woman lustfully uh just like, dude, my if if you guys both had girlfriends, like, you would never catch me by myself. Like, if I'm sitting fucking down by myself, and you know, and you had a girlfriend that got up, you won't catch me like look, looking at her yeah. provocatively at all. You just won't because to me, uh, it's that's like to me fucking disgusting in my opinion. You know, one looking at uh your friends. It, well, for me, it's it probably that's I don't know. objectifying if I'm being honest, her, and that's yeah betraying your friend. Exactly. Like, it, for me, it's the betraying your friend because, dude, as us as men, we are gonna. And and this this might be you know maybe you guys will disagree or not but like like I said bro we will objectify women almost uh naturally you know especially growing up in high school you know you definitely Dave's so easy mm-hmm. to you see a girl with a nice ass everybody's talking about it you know that's right. just that's just they how talked it is. about that in the sermon too. Uh, yeah and Andy, he's Andy like, gave a great example of this you walk into the locker locker room before a game or something and everybody already knows like hey hey guys you know the the hottest girl in the gym like you saw her over there and there was yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah i saw her that's what all those exactly. old guys are talking you know, exactly. about over there at the exactly. bench yeah uh and and for me bro like um what's most important for me is like uh i don't want i don't i i, I never want a woman to be uncomfortable because of uh like my my actions or you know especially you know whether it be um, looking at him or talking about him, you know, and, mm-hmm. and in high school, I, I didn't give a fuck, you know, none of us did. We were all just kids growing up really. Um, but you know, now as I get older and you, I, I don't know, you just see it, you see that it's, it's not okay. Um, and so that's like something that I, I try not to do anymore is just, uh, you know, especially on the job site and shit like that, try not to be like, you know, talking about a, a girl walking by or anything like that, because like still at the end of the day, dude, I'm, I'm, I should be better than that. The, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to being like the better or the best version of yourself, it's not going to do that. Um, and just because that goes back to what you're saying, that is that somebody's a, uh, you know, wife, mom, sister, dude, that could be like one of your buddy's sisters that you don't even know. Uh, you don't even know it's a sister, you know, and that's, that's, you know, disrespectful as shit. Uh, and so, um, but I do agree that I, I think that, uh, you know, looking at, at people in lustful ways is, is, you know, adultery. Um, but, so I got a question for I got a question for you guys then. So what do you think the consequence you know should be for for that in a relationship then, you know, not not necessarily adultery but just for you know looking at somebody else lustfully. Especially for a man because like would you guys agree or disagree that it's it's almost uh on the same level as cheating? Well, no, it's almost um it's it's like very well, like what's the word like it's hard to not be around people. Um, it's hard to like, what is the word? Like, it's almost natural to objectify women in today's society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And so, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences for it. I'm not saying it should be okay, but like, uh, do you think there's levels to it then? 
Like in the Bible, I, I, I would say there's probably not levels. There's not levels to adultery. Adultery is very clear. You know, right? But even guess, in the Bible, like it, I mean, it talks about divorce and stuff. Like, so now, if you but, got divorced for looking at a girl's, like, like in C, and I'm not even gonna say acknowledging it. I'm not even gonna say acknowledging it out loud. But like, let's say, like, if you got divorced for like looking at a girl's ass and your wife knew it, that was walking or anything. Do you think that's really a divorceable offense, or do you think? I really, in my opinion, I feel because like adultery to me is a divorceable offense. Right. It's really on the perspective of the woman. Like, if if she doesn't care if she's out kind of doing the same stuff. Uh, that woman's probably not going to compare, like, like care compared to like a girl that you, that's maybe in church or like in tune with the spirit and stuff like that. Like any little thing like that would be, uh, would probably be a deal breaker for her. Right. You know, it really just depends on, on the woman. Right. Right. You know, because I know some girls that are like, if you're even looking at that, like, not even like pornography per se. Like even if you're looking at girls on Instagram, like they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're done. No, yeah, Bye. yeah. Like oh, I'm done with yeah. you. Like, and, and even even the even looking at a girl walking by. Um, yeah. Uh, I yeah I've, I've I've been there. Um, and I don't think that's irrational for uh a woman to want that of their husband. I don't. I do no, not think no. that's irrational. I, I think that if you're in a, a healthy place with yourself and in your relationship, you're not going to be looking. That, for that's that not something shit. that. Yeah, that's not something you're looking for. And I really feel like that's yep. also a hot take because not a lot of girls or guys are like that nowadays. No, because no, it's it's becomes like we've talked about. It's such a norm to objectify men and women now. You know, yeah. I mean, it really is. Well, it, it it goes both ways. It does, but you know, we just we're a bunch of dudes, so we're going to talk about the way we right absolutely women. yeah yeah and well and so i'll say i'll answer the question about like adult what do i think adultery is for me adultery is just uh it's anything you're gonna if whatever you're doing if you're doing something and you know your significant other would not approve due to me that's adultery whether it be the fucking uh that's why i asked you do you think it's a divorceable offense or not to be looking at somebody and, and to me if if you're constantly or if you're consciously consciously doing something that you know uh the woman you love and the woman that loves you do because there's like you do i got best friends i got very 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 good guy best friends but like uh like i've also had two really great girlfriends and there's not there's nobody that rides harder for you than a girl that's in love with you there's not Mm -hmm. there's i i think you know and i i really do i think uh um i think I'm not going to say, cause I believe in two people becoming their best they possibly can be and then coming together. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I also agree. Like, and this may be a hot ass take for a lot of guys that are a lot of people listening, but I, I think, uh, I really do believe that men need women more than women need men. And I, I, I a hundred percent agree, dude. Uh, I was raised in a single mother household, you know, um, my mom does, didn't need another guy to do shit, you know? Um, <clears throat> but on the other hand, you know, my dad, uh, he's, he, he got married. I don't know. I just, I see, uh, I, I really do believe that I, I don't, I hate to say this because I'm not like dependent, you know, on a woman emotionally or anything like that, but I really do feel like a man is at his best when he's, you know, in love with, with, a, with a woman and, yeah, and she brings a, out the best in him. Yeah. And they're in a happy relationship and he has something to work towards every day and work for every day that, uh, you know, a family support, a woman to love. Um, because I've been there, you know, I've been there both times. I understand that feeling. Uh, and like, I understand that feeling of having a woman dude, because like having a girl, especially when you live together, having a girl that will come home to you and, uh, just genuinely ask about how your day was genuinely care about how your day was. That's something that's, that's very big. Because that's dude, huge for a dude. Whether, whether yeah. you guys, uh, you know, cause I play video games with my friends every nine, like not really anymore, but there ain't, 
no matter how close you and your friends are, they're, them motherfucker ain't calling you every night asking, how was your day? Genuinely giving a fuck about how, how was your day? How was Lux? How was, like, tree trimming? How was the guys, you know? uh, Dude, when, you know what I mean? Like, in my, my last relationship, my ex-girlfriend, she knew, she knew all my coworkers, you know? She knew the whole situation because uh, she took the time out of her day to listen. And so, that's really important. And that just goes back to the lust, dude, like, it is not worth it if if you were a guy listening, dude. It's it's not worth it to uh, to sacrifice that to, to sacrifice, sacrifice something special. Just like that. and it's in it's it's just I'm gonna say just that. You know, then think about everything else a woman brings to the table. Just that is so important. It's so so important for your mental health. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I think a lot of people are seeing that. I I think a lot of my friends are understanding that. I think a lot of people are seeing that that uh that that is important. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think a lot, I think a lot of people are dating to marry, you know, nowadays. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, but going back to the adultery, in my opinion, I think it's just really doing anything that, you know, your significant other would, would it like, it would, wouldn't it would hurt agree her. With. Yeah. Wouldn't agree with, would it hurt her? Uh, you know, would it break her heart? Um, just th- those sort of things, really. I think that to me is adultery, you know, and that's in the whole realm of fucking, looking at a girl's ass at the restaurant and like thinking like damn she has a nice ass or fucking uh texting her or you know anything like that <clears throat> but like so i got a, i got another question for you guys it'd be a hard question <laughs> so and i think we'll probably disagree because i i don't i don't know a lot of people that agree with me on this but so how do you feel about like uh how do you feel about social media and like liking pictures and stuff like that you want to take this one you guys get mad like what do you mean get mad well so like like if I've your girlfriend's on, like in pictures of other guys and stuff. I've been on both ends of it. So like my first relationship, that shit had me insecure as fuck. And and uh but to me those insecurities were coming from a place of like me not loving myself. Yeah. Those weren't coming Honestly, from a place of, of, of her liking other people's pictures. I don't know if I really pay attention to that. Right. And uh you know what? And see, that's well, that's what I was gonna say was I've been on the other side of it where I've been the one that gets in trouble for it, and I never looked, you know, my legislation, but I never looked either because uh, it didn't matter. I felt like she loved me and cared for me regardless of what you know what she liked, and and it's just when I would get upset about uh, you know, my girlfriend liking pictures, I think it was from a, a place of me being insecure. insecure and place of me like not being comfortable with myself. You it's know? like if you're comfortable in that relationship, at the end of the day, you know, like she's coming home to you, yeah. She's she's yours. Like, yeah, I think that may not I think, even be to me. I think thing. that's controlling being upset. Over say, it. it could over be this. like like your friend posted like <laughs> now. If, there's I, obviously I, a fine line. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, they're, if it's just all like shirtless dudes with six packs, like okay, yeah. like, what I mean, are you doing? It's like a red flag. Like if you want a taste of this, I'm like, she liked that. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's it's not that though, dude. Uh, She's out I, there like in thirst traps. Like I know? said, I've been on both ends of getting mad at her for liking pictures of her friends that like I shouldn't be getting mad trouble, at. And then I'm getting in trouble, trouble for, for liking doing pictures. Of, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I've just realized when, you know, when I really did become comfortable with myself, I didn't care, you know, right. what she liked. Because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I understand, I guess, you know, why she loves me or or I'm just comfortable, you know, in that relationship. Uh, but I think it's very important, you know, to be to love yourself before you you like before you really start trying to date well and this is like and and can i answer on your topic like for me like my perspective on social media like yeah i could i feel like i i could probably get in trouble for like liking girls pictures and stuff but like for me personally i've never had that type of interaction online like i've 
I've literally in the past two years have been the only two shirtless pictures or just pictures of me <laughs> in general you'll probably see. Right. Just documenting my well, you know, yeah, my journey in fitness. Those are bro, genuine and, like, pictures to like. I've gotten opinion. I've gotten a lot of hey like oh look at you trying to get attention yeah. like bro that's not why I'm doing this bro like I'm I'm trying to do this to maybe try to inspire somebody to try to get right. in shape and try right. to no, change and I, their I, life. I, dude, I bet you do too. And like I bet you do. Too. I, I mean I, I'd hope so, bro. Like that because you know, if I can help somebody else change their life as as much as it's changed mine, like Hell this yeah. world would be a better place. But I mean it. If you really don't want that type of stuff to happen or get into the situations, don't post stuff that you think you'd get in trouble for posting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and well, and that's what I wanted to piggyback on. Be like me. A, just post pictures with yourself with dead animals. There's a, nobody likes that. There's a, <laughs> there's a fine line uh, because, you know, in, when uh, in my last relationship, dude, I wasn't going to like a girl, even if it was my friend, you know, or I wouldn't like, you know, thirst traps. I do. I think that's disrespectful. I mm-hmm. think if... Uh, I just and I just feel like it is. I don't know. I feel like if you see me liking you know another girl's bikini pics while in a relationship, I just I do. Does someone a, want to explain what a thirst trap is? There's a part, so, yeah. Some, some of our <laughs> like older and, and viewers. I don't know. I I really do. I feel like thirst traps just kind of. I guess I don't know. Per, like when provocative a or, pictures. Yeah, they, they post yeah, a provocative go. picture and they're strictly doing it just for the likes and attention from the opposite sex, basically. Right. And see, yeah, and see, so I'm not, not necessarily from the opposite sex, but for, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna uh, like that because I just think that is just disrespectful to my significant other. So I, I do think there's a fine line, but also I don't think it's a battle worth fighting, really, unless there really is some like <laughs> very very hard clear evidence that. Uh, you get on their phone and their explore page is nothing but their straps. Like, well, okay, well, we may have an issue here. There, there's. I mean, that would go into the. I wrote a quote down, and he's Andy said this this morning too about um, if the grass is green on the other side, water your own grass. Yeah, that is a good ass quote. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, and that's something that's prevalent in my life. Sometimes I, I wonder if she's if if she's liking pictures of dudes that are shirtless with six packs, and you're. 300 pounds you can't see your dick it's like okay <laughs> maybe i need to get in a better shape yeah no and i agree nate i agree dude regardless and that's taking the good from or the good out of any bad situation dude regardless of yeah if she's liking that shit we'll take a look at yourself uh you know what i mean because at the end of the day dude like a lot of girls don't want to be with a fucking guy that's not working on himself or gives a fuck about mm-hmm. his body like if a guy's and not gonna versa. give a fuck about his body how are, yeah and vice versa but if a guy's not gonna give a fuck about his body uh, like, how are you gonna expect them to give a fuck about anything else? Your body's damn near the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, um, I got another question then. So, you guys, which I'll say this, I, I, before, how do you guys, uh, I guess I'll start it. I, I do feel like, uh, going through your significant other's phone is, is controlling. And I think I that, agree. I think that's, I, agree, I think I that's crossing that. the line. 100%. I think you need to develop that level of trust long before I think if, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think if you have to go through her phone once, dude, you shouldn't be dating. And, this is coming from a guy, dude. My first relationship, I dated a fucking lot, and it's it's just not worth it. And security will just like you're a fucking prisoner to it. Will it. Eat It'll you eat you up. alive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, oh, if, dude, if you're it. a guy that's in a relationship that has to do that, you need to be out of it. Get out. And and second off, if you're doing that shit, you need to learn to love yourself first because uh, it's you just yeah. Do, especially dude. if she's not even doing anything wrong every time you check it, like. <laughs> That just mean that's just showing a lot of insecurity in yourself, a hundred percent. Yeah, and you look sorry as fuck too. Yep. When you do that, um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad we're all on the same page on that because <laughs> I, not I only that, but I know a lot of people in those type of situations get called out by their friends eventually. 
Like yeah. people will call you out for right, that. Right, right. Yeah, if if you're having those sort of issues, I just it's That's if you have good friends. I don't know if I've ever had a girl that's gone through my phone for issues like that. So I've been on both sides of it. I've went through them and then had yeah. had my and had my phone gone through uh and it's just I think it's an invasion of privacy and I think it's just like when I was going through her phone it was because it was like me the internal conflicts inside of me, you know, it wasn't had it had anything yeah. to do with her. Um and that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like if you're going through your, your significant other's phone, it's because you are not comfortable with yourself or you're not able to love yourself. And then I just, I don't think you should be in a relationship then. I think it should be two people that love themselves and come together. There's a, there's a TikTok or reel or something out there. And the guy's like, he's on his phone and he's driving. He's like, Hey, why don't you do this for me real quick and hands the phone to this, this girl that he's barely been dating and she like freaks out she's in shock <laughs> she's like right. can't believe because, it, and, right. it which is like she just got handed the keys to the kingdom like it shows i mean that there is that that toxicity yeah. in relationships all over because a lot of people can relate to that it's like i've never had that happen to me but i know it happens a lot i've seen it happen right right no yeah and well so do you think those feelings though like for me dude my insecurities were natural there was the only way i was going to be able to get over those be get over that shit was to go through them and get broken up with and, and grow from it, you yeah. know? Uh, I think those insecurities are, they're natural to have, you know? I, I don't think there's any way around them. I, mm. And as far as I know, you know, I, I don't think there's any way to get around those insecurities. Um, I think you have those insecurities when you're at a point, like, you, you feel like you're ready to start dating and getting out there, but you're really not. Like, you right. don't have that, that like, self-confidence. All right, I'm ready to go, that, I'm ready to put myself out there, but like... Let, let's take a look in the mirror and see what's well, wrong well, with I mean, me first. I mean, I don't think there's any way to get around him without at least going through him once. Right. Uh, unless right. You have to let him get up and punch you in the mouth so you can learn from him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, dude, that shit was, you know, those are feelings I didn't know I had. Or those are insecurities I didn't know I had. I felt like I was a very, very confident guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so I'm not trying to, like, talk shit on people that are listening that, you know, that do have these issues. Because I do. I think it's natural to be insecure, natural to have those situations. But, uh that doesn't change the fact that you, I don't think you should be, you know, with somebody else because at the end of the day, dude, it's, you have some soul searching. Yeah. You're putting your emotions on them too much. And that's just not fair in a relationship mm-hmm. at all. Um, but those, those, those issues that arise are natural, but they, you know, definitely you can, you, sh- you can learn to grow from them. But I just, for me, the only way for me to learn to grow from them was from experiencing them. And, uh, that's, I think that's probably, the only way to grow from a lot of shit in life, which is unfortunate, I guess. But uh, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But there's beauty in the pain. There's beauty in the pain. There really is. Like I think that's such a cheesy ass thing. But uh, you know, I do think that there's ways around. I constantly have to make mistakes. You know, like if if people are really into self development, they really want to get better. Right. You know, you can pick up a book and read, and you can learn from other people's mistakes. Right. Or get on a podcast and listen to a bunch of idiots talk about stuff that they've done. Right. No, exactly, <laughs> you, you know? exactly, exactly. And and the big thing for me was learning from my mom and dad's mistakes. Yeah, was huge for me. Um, but relationship shit, you ain't gonna. That's the relationship stuff. Getting broken hearted and dealing with those insecurities is. Only you can get over them. Yeah. You know, there's no, I don't think there's, that's one of the one things, there's not a book to fucking. Yeah. I mean, you get your heart broke and you're like, I don't ever want to go through that again. Like, I'm going to put everything I have into this next one. Right. So that it doesn't happen again. Right. Or, or the the one like, like, okay, this is the one. Like, I'm going to put everything into this. So right. it never happens again. Right. You know, and that's something that like, you will lose that in a relationship and you will have to reinvigorate that. You will have to water your own grass. Right. And 
find a way to make things better and work on yourself. You right. Know? There's right. going to be, it's like, like every path, there is no path that is straight up. You know, yeah. there's peaks and valleys the whole Yeah, way growth around. isn't linear by any yep. mean at all. Nope. No, it is up and down and sideways <clears throat> and, all over the place. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's, you know, the famous saying takes two steps back to go one step forward. Like, you're... One step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Yep. You get, your your progression is never going to be perfect. Mm-mm. And it's... uh. It's chasing that perfection that you've got to fall in love with. Yeah, and that's why you've got to find the beauty in the pain, dude. Uh, whether, like, I'll, I'll be honest, dude, when in high school or after high school, my freshman year of college when I was broken up with and brokenhearted, like, it wasn't even just me broke being brokenhearted. There was a bunch of other fucked up shit happened to me, and I just remember laughing at myself one time, like, dude, this is so fucked up right now for you. Like, and it's just, <laughs> you got to find the beauty in the pain and just, uh, no, you can get through it, whether it got to be hour by hour or minute by minute you just got to survive that shit because dude it does get better if you are really 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 willing to to hold yourself accountable for for the like the situ for that shit and you're really willing to uh confront those feelings that are hard to confront and that goes back to just you know watching porn and dealing with lust uh you have to confront those uncomfortable ass deep feelings in order to grow and become like become a superhuman because it's possible it it, it is 100 percent possible to uh like one of the most proud of things like I, of me in my life is just looking at how much I've grown from my freshman year of high school to now just you know mindset wise and 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 just really how I love myself and that's like the chase is you know loving yourself and being comfortable with yourself but you got to face those huge uncomfortable situations got to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah i've heard that for well my freshman year of college is the first time i heard that andy lambert that's something that just stuck yeah. You know, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations yep. to grow. Yeah. Just like running, dude. Running is like perfect for that shit. You got to be comfortable with like being in that grind. And especially doing it in unfavorable conditions. Yeah, we That's did it in the only it. like cold day of the year so far. <laughs> My lungs, bro. That were, second mile, baby. We're dying. Yeah, that was that so second mile. Up. I haven't ran for months. Yeah, yeah, me either. I, I haven't, I haven't ran under my ass. I haven't ran since 75 hard, and Nate I finished that up. in, like, March. <laughs> Nate threw up, and it was the you heard funniest shit I ever heard in my life. I was not expecting. You heard I was it so first, tired, folks. and I was not expecting He's to not invincible. He was not uh, invincible. He was screaming at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they probably heard it in the wellness center. That was so yeah. <laughs> Jeez, That was so funny. That was so funny. <laughs> Man, that's we're coming up on an hour. I feel like that was a pretty good conversation. Is there anything else you guys want to add to this before we? Uh... I just, I would put out there. Uh, all men struggle with this, so don't feel like you're alone if you're out there listening. Uh, every man struggles with it, and if he's and if he's not, then I'll straight up say it: he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Every man deals with it. I agree. Every 100%. man, you're not uh, alone. There's tons of resources. I mean, a lot of like one of the things that I was taught growing up, like especially like within the church community, like find yourself an older mentor and get you an accountability partner if you really struggle with it that bad. Right. Have that person that's gonna be like, "Hey man, did you watch this today? Hey man, did you do this today? Like, have somebody that's that will call you out because it will humble you. You need to when you have somebody that you respect that's calling you out on yep. something like that. Yep. And that's Wyatt and Nate are those people for me, you know. I got a lot of other people like that, but Wyatt and Nate are those people for me, definitely. 
why it's good at calling me out on my bullshit. Yep. It's done it a lot. Yep. And vice versa. We got a lot of a lot of people in our group that are that way. Nick's the same way too. Yep. He's good at it. And we'll call Nick out, out on his bullshit too. But you know, it's uh if you guys are if there's anybody struggling with something, you know, it you can reach out to any of us and we would be more than happy to talk to you about it. Not like we're experts in any of these fields. But you know, sometimes all you need is Dude, an outside perspective. I, too. I promise, I f- I have felt how you feel. You know, I've struggled with how you struggle. Uh, we all have, and so if, yeah, and we'll be real with you and be raw with you, and you know, and and help you, and and staying away from that shit, you know, really boils down to being the best you can be, and understanding how damaging it is, and just loving yourself, and knowing that you don't need you don't need that shit because you don't, you don't. It's not something you need at all. Uh, mm-hmm. God made it sacred for a reason, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really did. So I think we're going to wrap it up there, folks. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening to the higher points. And we appreciate, I thankful you guys both came on today. I just asked you like four hours ago if you'd come on. So I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I'm have to be, didn't have to talk no, by glad, myself. Glad to, man. Glad um, to. I feel like this is an important topic. Yep. You can reach out to either of these guys at White Aola on Instagram and at, is it? I underscore Caden, K A D E N. Yep, on their Instagram. You can reach out to me at mine or at the Higher Points Instagram or Facebook, whatever you guys need. Um, we appreciate uh, the downloads, and we uh, would just like uh, if you guys, if this impacted you at all, just give it a like and a share and just tell your friend about it, you know. We just hope that this conversation can help at least one person, and like then it's all worth it for us. So Hell yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys and hope you have an awesome week. Thank you.